evening, and possibly even good afternoon. Wherever you're listening, however you're listening, and whenever you are listening to this, I thank you and I welcome you in to another edition of the Shallow Oceans Podcast. I am a humble man simply trying to understand the fabrications and purpose of life, a shepherd going through the valley of consciousness, guiding those who need to be led, and somebody at the end of the day who has been throughout this vast existence and plane we call Earth, just to come back to tell you it's really not as deep and as vast as you think. (laughs) What an absolute honor and privilege to sit down with you every single night to rift and to talk about some of the most vibrant things within our reality and also some of the most interesting theories or whatever comes across my mind that day. And today's topic is something that I've noticed I miss so much every single time we move from fall into winter and I get even more excited when the seasons change from winter into spring and that I'm full sending from spring into summer season. This topic today is quite literally one of the most powerful things you can not only do for your overall mental, physical, and spiritual health, but it is one of the things that will connect you the quickest and the closest way to source in a physical way as well. It's called taking your shoes off and going outside to ground. Now, when you think of that term, right, grounding, You never really know what it means until you finally dive into the well. Because the first time I heard grounding, I was probably 12 or 13 years old. I accidentally took blame for the older kids in the neighborhood. We were all hanging out. They were shooting BB guns, shot it over the fence, ended up shooting out one of our neighbor's car's windows. They threw the gun in my hands, ended up blaming me. And since I was the younger one, I was scared and I also wanted to look cool. So I took the blame. And so that was the first time I heard the word grounding because I was grounding for two months straight over summertime in my room. And that wasn't the proper way to ground, but let's just say that's how it started, right? And then you start thinking, okay, well, maybe there's more to grounding than just suffering the consequences of others' actions. And then I found out there's another type of grounding where people will say, you know what, man, you're really working hard, you seem like a good guy, You really got your morals and values straight, and you seem to be very well-driven and ambitious and trying to accomplish something a lot of people probably can't grasp. You seem very grounded. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's different from what I used to hear. What type of grounding is this? And when they meant grounded, it means like you're somebody who is very comfortable and sturdy and ten toes into the ground focused and moving something forward with your ambitions of life, right? You're very grounded. You're connected. You're you're basically a part of this world. It, it's it's kind of like you think of it from a higher perspective. You think it's like kind of a bad terminology to use, but in the factual notion, telling somebody they're very grounded is a positive thing because you have your head straight. You won't let anything deter you. You're very established. Your foundation is strong. So I went from getting grounded to becoming a well-grounded person to eventually when I started to really grow and question everything, started to attune with myself, my healing, higher power, reading scripture, everything, I really started to figure out there was a third type of grounding. And this one is probably the most powerful type of grounding in the entire world around us. It's when you take the bare soles of the bottom of your feet, your root chakra, 
the lowest form of your ascension level, the heels hell above itself, the thing that so many people never escape, that's why we call it hell, you need to put your bare bottom feet into the soil. Grass, if you have it, that's fine, but the best possible thing you can connect with is the ground itself, and I mean literal dirt. Nothing between you, no asphalt, no cement, no carpet, no grass, straight dirt, baby. And when you now have nothing on your feet, your bare naked feet, the soles of them are touching the ground, and you stand firmly planted and let it resonate and connect fully with the ground below you, the earth, the world, this plane, you are now connecting to some of the strongest magnetic force and one of the most incredible fields in the world. The kundalini energy that this thing resonates with and the type of energy that comes out of this plane that we exist in far even exceeds my own expectation or even understanding of what it should and is in the long scheme of everything. Grounding is you connecting with source. Source is this thing that we are on, this plane, it's in everything, right? But for some reason, there is this emitting energy in the ground below us. And we're so disconnected from it, almost a hundred percent of our day. Because really think about this, right? Now that I just explained to you that grounding is basically putting your bare naked feet attached to the ground, firmly planting them, and letting it sit there for at least 15 to 20 minutes. That's a true grounding session. I'm gonna get to the healing benefits, but we gotta talk about overall how we don't even have it in our days now. Because let's think about it, right? Most of us sleep in a house, apartment, condo, maybe a motor home, maybe if you're somebody who's very into nature or maybe you live on a tribal reserve or whatever it is, a TP, I mean, who knows what you live in, right? A mansion, I mean, a loft, a riverboat, whatever. When you wake up, wherever you sleep, unless you're camping and you're pretty much almost pretty damn close to the ground, we sleep in something that's already off the ground, right? So now you wake up, you get out of your bed, let's just use a basic terminology, and you're getting ready for the day. You might walk around with no socks or shoes on, which is pretty good to start because just wait till I get into the whole formatics of how your feet technically should look too. But let's just say you're walking around. I technically never wear socks unless I'm wearing shoes. A lot of the time I used to wear Toms 24-7 because I loved Toms. I love the fact that they're made from recycled material. Every time you buy a pair of Toms, they give a pair of Toms away. I think the whole concept behind them are great. It's, it's like this just paper-thin padding below your foot. That's like all that there is that disconnects you from the ground. But anyways, so let's say you're going through the morning, walking around your house, getting your coffee, whatever it is, making your lunches, dinners, etc., getting ready for the day. And let's say you're getting ready for work. So you shower, you do your thing, and then you start getting ready to put your clothes on. If you're a lady, maybe put some heels on or some different type of platforms, whatever it is. Guys put on shoes, sneakers, tennis shoes, whatever, dress shoes. You're putting socks on, though, and then you're putting your shoes. And pretty much almost a 100% of all the shoes and stuff we wear have rubber soles. And if you're not sure what rubber does, rubber is a, a mitigator of frequency and electricity, and it negates it. And it also doesn't let currents pass between it. Funny how that's the most used thing. So now that you're ready, you've put your clothes on, your shoes on, you go out to do your day, right? So now you go to work, wherever you may be. Maybe you work from home now. Maybe you have your own business, whatever it is. You're going out and doing your thing. Pretty much, I have a hard time believing, you're ever going to take your shoes off <laughs> until you come home again, right? So let's just assume your shoes or whatever are on the entire time until you finally get home, okay? So now you're finally back home. 
most of the day is over. You've got maybe four hours, five hours before you go to sleep. You went to the gym before anything, whatever it is, right? Your shoes are on the entire time. So now if you get home, sometimes people like to put slippers on or fuzzy warm socks or they'll take a shower and then put some different comfortable socks on, whatever it is, right? So then now you're back in the house. Now you're back in stuff and eventually you're going to go back to sleep and repeat this cycle constantly. Where in any of that did you even get five minutes of grounding? I'm pretty sure most of you listening to me never get grounding in any of your day. You're probably lucky if you get it in a week. You're probably even crazier luckier if you get it in a month, right? So if that's the case, how is it so hard for us to set a little bit of time for grounding? And if you think about it, again, I know there's people who have apartments, whatever it is. So a lot of people don't have the privilege I know I have with my backyard, right? And the backyard I have, the front yard, etc. I know a lot of people don't have that. So it's tougher to find a place to do it. But it's not impossible. You could find somewhere that's a park or something around you and stand outside for a little bit. Get some sunlight, especially in springtime, summertime, a little bit more in fall, depending where you live. But you either have the ability to go outside, right? And firmly put your feet in the ground. And the reason why I'm trying to be so prevalent with this and trying to really show you from a perspective of your own life, and I know you're probably going through your day in your head right now, all of these things are keeping you away from getting back to the place you've always needed to go. Because if we really think about it, if you've ever gone on a hiking trip, let's say, I'm not sure, you went for a day one to a really beautiful place that took a while to get to, Maybe a couple hours, a local quick spot, or just a morning little hike yourself, whatever it is, right? I have a really hard time thinking that when you go on set hike, or wherever it is, say it's a spot you've always been to, a new spot, I have a really hard time thinking that after you're done, you don't somewhat feel different in a beneficial way. That you don't start to feel more attuned to yourself. Your head seems to be a little bit clearer. Your mind seems to have calmed just a little bit. The perspective of what you're enjoying is now surrounded by the environment around you. And I highly recommend, if you ever go out in nature, please try to leave your phone at home if you can. I understand if you're talking to somebody or you're expecting business calls or ladies, if you're going by yourself and you want to feel a little bit safer, maybe you want to carry something that you can fight with, not a phone, what are you going to do, chuck it at their head and then run away? But anyways... I highly recommend if you can, whenever you're grounding or you're going on hikes or connecting with nature, getting away from this dis over-toxicated technolo technological world, if there's a chance you have to reconnect with source and energy in the world around us, please leave your phone or electronics, your Apple watches, whatever, away from you. Because it's not good to take that with you because it's kind of negating the whole purpose of why you're even going, right? Like, it just seems like an oxymoron. Why, why would I stand in a shower if I'm trying to get dry? Like, are you going to dry yourself while the shower's still on on you? No, you're going to turn it off, get out, then dry yourself, right? And so, the reason why all of these things, and I'm putting so much on top of you right now with all of this, is because there's a power within nature. And I highly recommend, if this is one of the first shows you're listening of mine... You go back in the hot tub time machine a couple years back. I did an entire show on nature. I went all the way to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania because of the podcast I was doing that one of our day one fans invited us to stay with him to do a live show from his house to start the fan pick season where all the fans picked our shows. He was one of the fans. He did. It was such a once in a lifetime experience. And guess what? Most people 
would have never taken that risk because who in their right mind is going to fly across the country to stay with somebody you've never met before for like a whole week, right? Most people wouldn't do that. I trust in the people I bring to me. And I also trust in my judgment. And I knew it was going to be a good thing because we talked to the guy all the time. He was one of our biggest supporters of the show. It was going to go one of two ways. We were either going to have the best time of our life or he was going to go chainsaw massacre and wear our face and do a show with our faces on. <laughs> but either way, it was well worth the risk, <laughs> right? And I mean this when I say this in the most sincere ways possible. When I was in Pennsylvania, because I'm born and raised here in California, this is where I do the shows from, Los Angeles, shouts to iHeartRadio, Premier Radio Networks, Fox Sports Radio, FS1. I do the shows here in LA, and I'm from California, born and raised. All of my family was born outside the country. I'm the firstborn. And so when I'm privileged enough and we get chances to travel outside of the country, going to either Australia, Germany, Macedonia, Croatia, Greece, Bosnia Herzegovina, all of these places have something we're missing here. And when I went to Pittsburgh and got to go to Leechburg, Pennsylvania, right, and see this small town of Leechburg and how where he stayed, he was connected to three major rivers and lived in the effing forest. This place where he lived, where we drove about 30 minutes out to this hike spot, is where people from all over the country go to do mountain biking. It's one of the top spots to do it, right? This place is undeniably one of the most insanely beautiful places I've been in my life. And while I was out there, I felt more connected to what I was than almost in any other situation I can name for you. It's why when summertime comes out here, I go longboarding almost every single day. Because the spot that I have next to my house where I go longboarding, it's along the Santa Ana Riverbed and there's this entire fresh asphalt that's meant for bikers, skateboarders, roller skates, rollerblades, whatever. And it's a six mile stretch that goes through this riverbed and it's covered with so much green and beauty. And it's away from, it's, it's surreal, right? Every time I find these places that I go to, I see how powerful nature is and how much it attunes to us. But here's the trick though. The ways I've stepped it up and got even more connected to it is I started grounding with all these things too. So when I go for hikes, I take my shoes off and my socks. Lord willing, hopefully, it's a nice, like, actual dirt area where I'm going, where it's not jagged rocks and crazy setups and whatnot. I'll ground and walk as much as I can possible, because that's what we're meant to do. Do you know the best possible place you can ground in your life is? I'll give you a moment to think about it. Where would you think it could be? You're probably thinking, well, he's had to have said it by now, right? I know he said, one of the most available places is probably like a backyard, your front yard, maybe your complex yard, maybe somewhere close to nature, maybe a whole national forest because that seems to be more attuned with the actual purpose of how it was originally created and handcrafted. Or what else could it be, right? I'm going to tell you, the best place you could possibly ground in your life is the beach. The beach is the purest place in the world because when you go into the ocean water, not only are you getting to put your body into cold water, which is sensational for your actual white blood cell count, kickstarting your immune system, cleaning out your pores, that seawater is naturally some of the most highly mineral dense thing you can put your body in. So now imagine you are in this water, right? Maybe up to your waist. I personally go all the way up to my neck and enjoy it. And then now your feet are planted in the sand connected to the ground. 
which I mentioned is the closest place you can put your feet is connected to the dirt itself. Isn't that crazy that within this whole monologuing soliloquy, I've told you about the crazy amount of power nature has, and then when you truly attune yourself and put your feet in the ground with it, how powerful you start to feel. It's going to wash away your doubts, your worries. You're literally gonna feel stress come off of you like a giant coat that you take off as soon as you get into your house. It's insane how powerful grounding is. I'm saying like this in the most, <sighs> I'm saying this in the most realistic way possible. When I'm outside grounding, and this is how powerful it is for me, and why you really need to take your shoes off and go outside, when I'm fortunate enough to have the good daylight or the time or whatever it is and it's not too cold, the sun has been getting really strong. And I mean the energy it's omitting right now is higher than I think it's ever been in my life, right? It's not global warming. It's not ozone depleting. It's the sun radiating at a higher frequency. When I go outside and I put on my little hoochie daddy shorts, so basically I'm just covering my crotch area and a little bit of my upper legs, and I go outside and I have my feet planted in the ground, and I'll get a nice lawn chair to sit down and have my body fully under the sun submerged, or just stand there and basically have a perfect pose where I'm just, not like flexing, but just kind of like resting. I kid you not, when I sit there for about 15 to 20, sometimes it even goes 30, sometimes almost even in an hour, time almost freezes, but it moves so fast. And I don't know how else to explain it but that. When you're attuned with nature and everything of the world and this whole societal measure of this crazy constant system we've been thrown into of always focusing on what time it is, when will I be there, how will I get there, how long will I be there, when will I be able to finish, where can I, it just, all of this stuff we so fixate on and that consumes our mind, it slowly waters and washes away. And when you're standing there and listening to the world around you, and I'm very fortunate. Where my house is, I'm on a hill. There's nobody that drives in and out. It's nothing but just nature and the world around me. I'm right next to the Santa Ana Riverbed. It's beautiful where I'm at. I literally can listen to the world and I can feel the energy. And you know what's the craziest thing about grounding? Is not only the overall mental health it gives you, from helping you to decompose all of this nasty stuff inside of you and wash it away and regenerate the clarity within your focal point of your mind and lets you kind of sit back, look at the grander concept of the world we're living in and appreciate the moment and see the beautiful sun above you, the natural hopefully clouds and not filled with chemicals and all the chemtrails, that's a whole nother concept, but and you feel the beautiful air, you can smell it, it's crisp, especially after rain, and the sun feels so good on your skin, it literally feels like it's energizing you, like you're a solar panel, because you are. It literally helps your mind vibrate and feel alive. It's like giving sunlight to a plant that's trying to grow. It's unbelievable. Your mind is literally going to be able to have a consistent tone and frequency again, and it's not gonna worry about all of the bullcrap around you. But the trick is you cannot have a phone or an Apple Watch. You can't have any technology. I don't even recommend having a book. You've got to sit there and meditate. And no, meditation doesn't mean you have to be a, Bo a Buddhist monk with your legs crossed and you're sitting there doing high-frequency humming of home. No, you don't have to do any of that. You sit there, focus on your breathing, and be present in the moments. That is the base formatics of any type of meditation, of being connected. 
So now you're actually stimulating your mind so much, I haven't even gotten to the attributes of how positive it is for your body too, your overall physical health. Because remember, one of the number one things, I'd say it's probably top three if not number one right now, killers of people in the world is stress. And us worrying about things that have no focal point of our control, us hypers fixating on things that's never going to be able to change because of us. We're worried on so many things that you cannot even alter. You're never focusing on the things in front of you that have made you who you are. I think it's crazy that so many people never see. It's all about not, it's not about getting what you want. It's about wanting wanting what you've got. That's the trick to it. The whole need factor, right? And if you really think about it, you only need what's given to us for free. Air, water, fruits and vegetables, food, and shelter, which you can literally make out of the whole ecosystem around you. It's everything in life that you need should be free. It is free, but welcome to America. <laughs> you know, it's crazy, right? And so your mental health now is going to be feeling at such a higher level, you're almost radiating. I mean, your frequency is elevating so high because you're getting attunement from the sun above, the natural resources that comes with the vitamin D and so many other things from the frequency aspects itself and overall what it does to your your being of your pores, it literally clears out toxins. It's crazy. Your mind is now elevating. Your mind is calming. Your mind is focused. And it's being able to listen to finally the world and not itself anymore. Because if you're an overthinker, Try to calm that just a little bit. You don't need to think that much. You know. You've always known. You were born with the power to know it all. And that's the fun part about it is that we are supposed to forget it. We're not supposed to retain any of it. That's the fun is relearning. That's the fun is to know again. That's the fun to see what it is. That's how powerful. It's my favorite thing to do. On every Saturday and Sunday, if it's not raining, I don't even care if it's cold outside anymore now, right? I go outside and spend 30 minutes to an hour grounding. And if it's not a nice, bright, sunny day, I'll do yard work, barefoot, and still be connected to the world. I'll prepare the ground for a fresh upcoming harvest this spring. I'll make sure that the plants that I'm trying to keep alive in wintertime are flourishing in their own way. I'm harvesting all this winter fruits that are coming, like oranges right now, etc., but I'm still barefoot and connected to the ground. Now, the healing benefits to grounding is probably going to sound made up, fake, but this is all real. And I'm giving it to you because not only have I experienced it, but it's helped so many people. Inflammation is one of the most detrimental things next to stress and mucus. Those are the top three things that I think your body needs less of, if not none at all, right? Stress is hard to get rid of if you don't know what's stressing you. Mucus is hard to stop producing if you don't stop eating or breathing or being a part of or drinking mucus-forming foods. But the thing is, with inflammation, inflammation is a set area within your body that is inflamed because it is damaged. So if you hurt your wrist, right? Let's say you sprain your wrist, pop a finger, twist your ankle, break a bone, whatever it is, it starts to inflame and it swells because it has to, number one, stop the bleeding and also number two, protect the area that is now damaged, right? Inflammation for long periods of time 
can create detrimental issues, like detrimental. There's been so many people who've developed blood clots because it's too much swelling, the blood's getting too thick. Within your bloodstream, you can look at like your blood cells and what it is with white blood cells, etc. There's so much there, but the fact is inflammation is one of the worst things for your body because it doesn't let it work properly, right? Think of it as like, for example, I've talked about when you get a fever. If you get a fever, you should not try to take things to fight the fever. Just try to calm the body down with a nice cold, damp cloth on your forehead, no towel over you or blanket or whatever. Try to let the, the fever do its thing because your body is on fire because it is fighting something that's not supposed to be there. And when your body heats up, it kills bacteria or virus, etc. right? It's same like when you develop a cough. You're not supposed to drink cough syrup because then it stops you from coughing when you're coughing up the things that don't need to be there. Your body's not just coughing because it's not supposed to. Have I coughed once this show? It coughs when it's trying to get something out of your lungs. You get a headache because something is affecting your, not even just the brain itself, but it could be, man, a plethora of things. It could be the fibers in your brain. It could be some type of blood self. It could be something with the muscles itself. I mean, the next, there's so many things. It could be dehydration. It could be low mineral count. It could be overexertion. It could be low on tire. You know, like you need rest. There's so many things, right? Inflammation needs to always go down in your body. By just doing grounding one day for 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes, you will reduce inflammation in your body by over 200 and something percent. Do you know how insane that is? Do you know that your cells, and on a cellular level, if you ground for 20 to 30 minutes in a day, it is going to clear out radiation from your body, it is going to unclump the cells in your body, and it's going to help regenerate the vibration and the frequency and also the flow of everything in your body. It's effing insane when you see these pictures in compare and contrast. It's literally the reason why they put rubber on your feet. Because if we started as a populace and as a, conglom a conglomerate society coming together to really starting to harbor the things we need more than ever, and we started to understand how to truly heal our bodies because there's an herb out there for everything you suffer from, literally. Oh, you're having hair problems growing your hair? Go look into Batana oil. Batana or Bantana, whatever is Batana oil. Go look into these different type of uh, herbal mixes that they put into sprays and sprays into their hair and their hair starts growing like it's crazy again. You only think they have beard stuff? You're crazy. The same shampoos and conditioners you're putting into your hair are the same people that'll eventually sell you the stuff to regrow it again because they're the reason why your hair stopped growing. Yeah, all my men out there, I'm a little secret here and this is dropping dime. Um, the head and shoulders and these four-in-one things you're using for your body, your face, your hair, your legs, your manucci, whatever you're using, right? That stuff is highly toxic to your body. I can't even tell you the last time I washed my hair. Probably over a year. My hair is the healthiest it's been, the brightest it's ever been, the smoothest it's ever been, and also the most strongest it's been too. And it's growing so fast right now, it's actually insane. I cannot even slow it down. And in summertime, it grows even faster because of the sun. And you don't want to, you like want to know what's crazy? My hair is never damaged, never smells, never is sticky, clumpy. 
It has so much natural oil in it now. It basically looks like I'm always walking around with my hair done. And now that it's longer too, it looks pimp. Like I'm not even gonna lie. I'm pretty, I'm vibing pretty hard with it. I'm gonna grow it for a while before I get ready to donate it again. The craziest thing is that all of this stuff is connected. Grounding literally cures your body of ailments. Digest that, please. Take off your shoes. I don't care what your excuses are, how busy your life is. You have kids, take them out to ground too. You have a significant other, go outside together. Bond for a little bit. I'm sure you haven't seen them that often anyways. You have to go somewhere, wake up 20 minutes earlier. You really can't give up 20 minutes? Really? You really have to watch all those TV shows? You really have to wait and do all that scrolling on your phone, taking hours away from yourself? You know how awesome my life has been since I've stopped scrolling? Been sensational. It's crazy how my mind just seems to be more rapid, more functional, more accurate. My thoughts are so clairvoyant, and I'm able to just sit here and articulate on something I had no idea was going to talk about. No flex, helping you find the way. You are not only going to lower inflammation, you're not only going to help your cells regenerate and unclump, you're going to re-stimulate your DNA and have it fully develop and attune itself again. And we won't even talk about sun gazing, because y'all ain't ready for that conversation. Oh, what do you mean? You stare at the sun? Are you stupid? You're gonna go blind. Crazy how I can see better than I used to. What do you mean, dude? It's gonna burn your retinas. That's the thing that lets you see the light. Crazy. Haven't burned them yet. And I do a lot of sun gazing. Well, I mean, I guess I kind of heard that you have to look at it at like sunrise and sunset because it's the safest for your eyes. That's the weakest part to look at it. But okay, go for it. I'm just saying, there is a lot of things we don't understand. And I'm trying to help you from an outer stand perspective. But you'd rather say under the situation. So let me help you understand. If you have the ability to go outside, to ground for a plethora of time, or at least add it as a once a week thing, for gosh sakes, it's not that difficult. You're telling me you don't have somewhere you can go hike on the weekend for an hour or two? Your health is really not that important? Do you know that you spend most of your young life to get money, and then you'll spend all of your money to get your health back? Like what? You're gonna use your health to get money, and then your money to get health back? It don't work like that. That's a viciously stupid cycle. Imagine chasing money. Just imagine that. Couldn't be me. I have more than I ever need. I never chased it. Wild. So now, again, there's so many benefits to grounding. I only gave you a few. But the fact is, it's for your soul. It's for who you are. It's for the things stuck in that vessel that I'm talking to that is somehow resonating with everything I have to say. Oh, and by the way, to the couple new comments I saw on Apple Podcasts, the ones that said, not for people who are religious, this man talks about, what do they say, new age or twin flame? They're trying to, okay, first off, I don't identify with any cult. I'm just an experience. I'm connecting back with source. And I'm trying to enjoy this beautiful experience. I don't define with anything. We've talked about this. I don't cap myself. And then also... Somebody says it sounds preachy, and they've said, very well, very articulate, very well spoken, very well edited, just not for me. Um, okay, so then it wasn't meant for you. But this isn't preachy, this is passion. You must have to have 
more discernment in your life to know when somebody is being objectively true to what they are. And the only reason I bring these up is, is because this is a perfect example of what happens when you're true to yourself. When you speak truth in a world full of lies, it seems crazy. And I'm so happy I'm seeing these because it lets me know I'm doing something right. If everybody loved me, I'm doing something wrong. The fakest people are loved by all. The realest are hated by many. It's okay. I'm trying to just get you to go outside and ground. I'm trying to get you to reconnect with the things you love. I'm reinforcing you to chase whatever helps you grow in the best way possible. But you're not going to attune to it if you can't get out of your own way. I mean, shoot, you can't even find time to ground. But yet you want to tell me what I need to do. Couldn't be me. <laughs> now, with grounding itself and what's so powerful about it, did you know your feet? If you look at your foot right now and how shoes are designed, we don't have an open area within our shoes for wide feeding to where your toes can actually spread. If you put your hand in front of yourself right now, so put your hand out, put your hand out with your palm closed. So you have a closed hand, right? All your fingers touching. Now, I want you to, with your hand in front of you, spread it out, your fingers, as far as you can from each other and stretch it. You see how wide your hand gets and how open your hand can be with your fingers spread out so wide? Isn't it funny how I can grab so much more, I get so much more pressure, area of friction and everything when it's spread out, where if I kept it together, it's harder because then I can only do is close it up and down? That's the same thing with your feet and toes. Your toes are supposed to be able to stretch out. I know this sounds crazy. I know that we have been so attuned to see feet in a certain way that if your feet, and I do it all the time with mine, if you're not able to stretch your toes out when you put them flat and spread area between them, you really need to stop wearing the shoes you're wearing. It's damaging the structure of your natural feet. They're supposed to be more spread and more open. It blew my mind when I saw natural feet compared to modern day shoe feet. And it's crazy how bunions are higher than ever, how ingrown nails are popping out out of control, how so many people have knee issues, leg issues, feet issues, lower back issues, might be connected with the fact of how you're registering your feet to the, f the freaking ground, the sole of this plane. Kind of crazy that it'll friction your feet and shove them together and make them form and heal so awkwardly, it makes you hurt everything else. Have you ever hurt something like, let's just say your left leg, so you start to compensate with your right leg more while the left one's healing and then your right leg starts to hurt because you're using it in a weird way that it shouldn't be? Don't you think that's kind of the same thing with our feet? You are going to be so shocked when you actually put the things I say to the test. Go outside, take off your shoes and socks, and just connect with the world for a little bit. I'm sorry to tell you this, stop being afraid of the sun. The sun is your friend. If you're somebody who tells me, oh, I burn so easy, the sun in me, it's just not for me. What about skin cancer? Skin cancer didn't exist over 50, 60 years ago. That's a new thing. I wonder why. Is it possible that with the increase of chemicals and fake food and not real things put in your body, what if the sun is burning it out of you and removing the cancer from your cells and your body and bringing it up to the surface, so you're starting to develop skin cancer. Okay, Alex, calm down. You're making too much sense. 
Why is it now that you get sunburned so quickly, yet when I stopped eating meat and went full pretty much plant-based for a cool minute, I enjoy myself here and there now because, again, it's the fruits of my labor. I need to be more strict once in a while, but it's funny how I stopped having sunburns. It's crazy that my melanin level increased and I stay darker now. When I start tanning coming up here in like spring and summertime by just being outside, like I don't go outside with little shorts and I lay down. I'm like, oh yes, coconut oil, lather my skin. I literally just go outside and ground and it by product increases my melanin level. My carbon level is increasing. I'm becoming more a part of what I am. A carbon-based molecule, right? A carbon-based body. It's crazy. So all of this in comparison to the overall concept of this is you need to ground more. You want to know how crazy grounding is? People will get copper rods and put it in their gardens, then attach copper wire and put it onto another copper pole and put it directly in the ground. And their crops grow not only insanely faster, but insanely massively huge. Why do you think that is? Are you telling me that the energy below us is a conductor of frequency? No. That would mean what we're on is alive? No. The world tree? Stop. Did you know if you get copper, two copper wires, and you attach them tightly and secure them and twist them around a tree, one on top, one on bottom, and then connect those two wires together and then plug a light bulb into that, it turns on? Interesting. So... Why do we have all the modern day electricity if there's natural electricity around us? Why are they shoving rubber shoes on the bottom of my feet? And as a kid, I got to walk up and down the Payless section to show it off to my mother and be upset that my feet keep growing because I got to go to these awkward situations. Why am I going through all that when I simply could just be barefoot? What's wrong with that? Oh, it's frowned upon. No shoes, no shirt, no service. Um, I'm sorry, baby, but with a body like this, I think it should be allowed because I've put eight years of work into this. And also, who are you to tell me what I do with my feet? What if I want to risk it for myself? What about feces? What about poo-poo? What about, what about all the rocks and glass and stuff? Okay, just pay attention. And two, it's you can just clean them like you wash your hands. It's really not that tough. Now, I'm not trying to tell you to go full barefoot. It's pretty hard to do in this world. But I'll tell you this. If I'm not going to work or outside or anything, I never have shoes on. Never. I don't have shoes on right now. If you're on YouTube, you're going to see a foot side of me. Never. I never have shoes on. Never. Never have socks on. Never. Middle of winter right now. Nope. I'm chilling. I'll rough it out, poppies. Why? Your feet were not born with anything on them. So why do we put stuff on them? Don't even get me started on clothes. Wait till you find out how damaging polyester and all this other stuff and material is that you're putting on your body every single day, which is the biggest organ on your body. Y'all ain't ready for these conversations. Nah, nah, Alex, stay in the shallows. You're, you're just, you know, too much. Just go back to your preachy stuff so we can talk shit on you, okay? Stop giving us all this wisdom and knowledge. Charge us at least for it. Become a, a personal life coach, you know? Do it for money. How about I just do it because I love you? How about I do it because that's what we're supposed to do? If I can help you, I'll help you. If I can help you grow in any way, challenge your mind, perspective, love you deeper than anybody has ever freaking loved you before, show you the depths of what true love can be, I'm going to do it. Simply because I can. <laughs> I don't want anything from you. Nothing. That's the craziest part. 
All I ask, though, is that you find some time to ground. Go outside and put what I say to the test. Come back and tell me I'm wrong. Spend a few weeks, ground as much as you can. See what happens. See how you feel. See how your body reacts. See how much more you attune to the world. And start spreading your toesies out some more, huh? It shouldn't be all jammed together. Do you live in houses all shoved side by side? No, we need some space. Space is good in some attributes. Unless you love somebody and you just want to smother them. <laughs> I just think that's the purpose of why I really got inspired today. Because today before I left, I had some time to pick some oranges. And before I went to the gym, it was kind of raining outside. But I said, F it. When was the last time I went grounding in the rain? And I did. And it was pretty effing majestic, if I'm going to be honest with you. When's the last time you went and sat in the rain a little bit? Came inside, showered, and I take cold showers too, by the way. It's freezing. <laughs> it just, it's good for my body. For some reason, it makes everything feel right. But challenge yourself. Connect back with source itself. This summertime, try to make some time to go to somewhere new. Go exploring. Go to these new national parks. Go to these hiking places. There's two by me that I'm going to hit so many times. There's Fire Firefighter Mountain. That's right next to me, that the firefighters, they hike in the summertime to get themselves ready. Beautiful area. It is the center point of this entire circle area that I'm stuck with all these mountains. And you can see over the entirety of where I live. It's beautiful. And then there's Skyline. Skyline is, oh, that's one for the experts or people who want to spend a good day hiking. I'm just saying, go out and connect with nature again. Do yourself a favor and go back to what was. Take off your damn shoes and socks, bro. Your feet aren't that ugly or that pretty that people can't just let you live. Who cares what anybody says? Connect with your health again and really see the power that it has as well and how it will inspire you to start making even more healthier changes. And it's also great just to start with a fresh mind for the day. So give it a try, huh? <laughs> I appreciate you listening and I appreciate the heck out of all of you and letting me just talk about the thing I'm passionate about, which is life. I'm so full of love with life. Man, that's probably why I came back again. <laughs> I'm excited. And so, look forward to another one coming up where I talk about different theories, like the Truman Show theory, the invisible string theory, the egg theory. There's some really fun ones we have to talk about because it really makes you wonder, which came first, the chicken or the egg? <laughs> and just like in the Truman Show, I'm gonna start ending my shows just like he did as well. So if I don't see ya, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Love.